Hi there. Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters. If you want to connect with your kids or your friends, put your phone down and play Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever made. A game of Hoopsters is quick-paced and packed with all the thrills of basketball and the strategy of backgammon. Head to hoopsters.store to learn more. Good times. Hey, the college football playoff rankings are less than an hour old, and we got hot takes. They're hot. Hot potatoes. Plus, Robot Maestro checks in from the great beyond everybody. This is Sports Wednesday. Here we go, coming down the street. We got some Sports Wednesday on a plate. It's Sports Wednesday. That's nice. Were you playing the spoons? Yeah, or clapping. One of the two. Well, welcome to Sports Wednesday, everybody. Sports talk for the medium fan. You know, I got I got a lot going on in my life, and I probably should not be doing a show this week, but medium <laughs> fans demand medium-level sports talk. That is dedication. That's right. I am Pete Brown, the big man on campus. You'll hear my co-host call me BMOC. Let me tell you about this guy. This guy. This guy has been known to meet, miss the this guy cue on more than one occasion. It's the coach, basketball legend, Matt Longley. How are you, coach? I'm doing. This guy's doing good. And um, we're using Robot Maestro tonight because actual Maestro is in Cincinnati at the Tool concert. Oh, yeah. He's rocking out with Tool and Killing Joke. Loves Tool. He's all, he's, you know, fans of Tool, they're called Toolboxes. Yeah, and I, I called him a Tool Head. He goes, I don't know what that is, but I'm a really big fan. Yeah. I said, you know, like a deadhead, like, are you a fan of? And yeah, yeah, I, I totally missed that. Yeah, I was surprised he couldn't put that together. Yeah, I did too. And he almost seemed offended. We need to come out and say it's technically my fault. Last night we were supposed to do the show, and then uh, my daughter had like 11 kids over here, and they were not quiet. So, we pushed it off, and so we got to use Robot Maestro. Yeah, well, Robot Maestro is better than no Maestro. If you love Robot Maestro, then you can follow this show on Twitter at Sport Wednesday or on Instagram at Sports Wednesday, uh, where we have hundreds of thousands of followers. Uh, recently named the best Instagram account of all time. <laughs> that was by JD Power and Associates. I love JD Power and Associates. They always come through for us. Uh, hey, oh, guess what? Before we get to the first half, I have a new soundboard. Oh, you do? So it's like I push. That was, that was the fart yeah. button. Here's a bird. Ooh. Pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Too. Okay. And uh, here's here's another button. Hang on. It's over for the Nats. I, 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 there's no chance. This, this game is, this series is over. Oh, huh, that's what? That sounded like somebody. What an idiot, though. Who would say that? Hang on, hang on. Here's another button. I think Coach is right, though. I think that uh, the Nats, like the the buzz, wore off. Huh. Weird. Huh. That, that, that's that's really it's weird. Way the bats are exploding for Houston right now at home with that short porch and left field and all those guys hitting. It's, yes. it's just a dangerous situation for the Nats. Real stamps! Astros dominate four straight to Caster Series. Man, these, uh, oh these my sound God. Are, 
are getting weird. Man. So, uh, well, so now I can, I also have this. So we got all those new things. I like that one better than the other ones. Really, really had a good time pulling that together. I was really hoping Maestro would be on the show so I could play his sound bites. Oh, yeah. As well. But, uh, you know, it seemed like everybody was missing this one particular sound, which was... Strasburg goes the distance in 3-0 shutout to even up the series. That's embarrassing for me because Strasburg, as we know, only went eight and a third. Yeah, years. only an eight and third. Boy, yeah, that's that might be the worst of all of them. That's embarrassing. Yep. Yep. So how do you feel about your uh, your World Series miss call there, Coach? Here's 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 the best thing about uh my miss call is that um even though I, I sounded like a buffoon, since I really had no strong like this team has to win, my gut didn't fall apart when Astros yeah. win. I, I I enjoyed the Nats winning. And I'm gonna tell you right now, little known fact right now, shocking news. Right now I am wearing a sweatshirt that has the Nats uh, slogan finish the fight on my body right now. Nice. I own one. Where did you get that? Yeah. My Where my dad who, who so my dad who's watching the series was all in love with the Nats, but me and both my boys, these sweatshirts, they just came yesterday. I'm like, all right, we're gonna finish the fight. It's a great sweatshirt. So now I'm all I'm all for the next That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They should finish yeah. the fight. All right, new sweatshirt. Yeah. Are you gonna are you gonna get a picture for us on Instagram? Oh absolutely, yeah. All right, time for the first half. Oh, yeah. Guess what, Coach? What? The day this show comes out on Wednesday yeah. is the 150th anniversary of the very first college football game. 150. 150 years of college football. And the NCAA, in, in, in their ultimate wisdom, has chosen to celebrate the 150th anniversary of college football with an epic Ohio University versus Miami University game on ESPN two eight o'clock tonight. How, how else would they do it? That that has to be the only way you're supposed to do it with those two strong cornerstone greatest football players of all time. Yeah, they went looking for a storied rivalry. They were looking for, and they're like, you know what? We got to do the Bobcats. We do. That's the only way you can celebrate the 150th anniversary of college football. <laughs> <laughs> So Ohio is a seven-point favorite against Miami. Still not out of the running in the MAC East. What's your pick, Coach? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm definitely picking OU to win. I I don't know. Seven points is a lot for a rivalry game, and they're both four and four. They're both they're the same exact team. I, I'm going to say they win, but they don't cover. They're going to win. It's going to be a it's going to be a tight one. It's going to be a right, tight so rivalry you're, game. So you're, you're technically taking Miami with the points. Yes. But the win, OU will get the win. Uh, Yeah. Robot Maestro says OU wins by 10, beats the Red Hawks in the spreads. I'm going to agree with that as well. I think that Bobcats are going to win this one. They're going to meet their moment on ESPN2, which is something they typically don't do. Don't do. (laughs) But, you know, it's 150th anniversary of college football. So what, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? The play the the playoff rankings the very first playoff rankings came out about an hour and nineteen minutes ago. 
Uh, break them down for us, Coach. Well, I mean, we've been both talking, or all of us have been talking about Ohio State, how they're the best team in football, and, and they've just been recognized as the number one team. And I think – I don't think anybody should be surprised by that, that the way they're playing and who, how they're playing and what they're doing to other teams. They're number one. Um, two and three, LSU, Alabama, no surprise. But number four um, – I was a little surprised by number four with Penn State. Obviously, yeah, weird. Penn State eight, no, ahead of Clemson, where I think everybody thought would be the fourth team. I, I'm surprised. I think that what they're they're mistaking is that Clemson. They're the same team. I don't see how you could drop them to four or five below Penn State. Really, Penn State's not been challenged or played anyone yet. Right now, if the the season ended to be Ohio State yeah. versus Penn State, oof. I mean, Penn State has those wins over Michigan and Iowa. I suppose that they're looking at, but yeah, the beauty of this ranking is, is this LSU is playing Alabama this week. So this will change. So if, if one of those teams lose Clemson's going to jump into the top four, maybe they're looking at it that way And Penn state and Ohio state play. So that's going to change. So these, these first rankings are just window dressing because they're going to change because all of these teams have to play each other. Yeah. And Clemson's had a fairly weak schedule to date. And I think that's probably why Penn state slipped uh, ahead of, ahead of them. The main takeaway here is if, if you're a fan of college football playoffs, you know, just keep an eye on your kids. Cause Penn state's at number four. <laughs> That's great advice. Can we still make Jerry Sandusky oh my God, jokes? Yes. For the rest of our lives. Yeah. You're allowed to do that. Yeah. That's cool. Of the one loss teams, who do you think's the best? And I'm going to give you there. There's Georgia seven and one, Oregon, Utah, in Oklahoma. Hmm. I'd probably say right now, um, I like Oregon because I think they're trending upward. Yeah. Uh, their loss was super early. Yeah. And I think what they've done since then, they've righted the ship and they're a really good team. Are they good enough to get in the top four? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm not gonna say I don't think so, but I'd say by far they're the best one loss team. Do they um do this every week now until the playoff? Yes. So it's just going to be, yes. okay. yeah, this is going to be until shit, until the uh, first week of December. So I mean, I would imagine by then, uh, Kansas State will have been elevated to number Correct. three at least. And OU will be right on yeah. number five, waiting for one of the teams in the championship games to lose when they slide in. It'll be OU versus Kansas State in the championship game. So we know that's going to happen. For sure. Yeah. We know that's happening. We know that's happening. So, all right. All right, so that's the, that's our hot take there. I think we all are. This would have been a much more interesting segment if Ohio State wasn't number one, because then we'd have a whole segment of us going, "What are we going to do? <laughs> what else do they have to do?" No, but they put what them are we going to do? Yeah, they look awfully good. Who do, who do you think is going to win that LSU Alabama game? I'm actually. This is little known. I'm I'm actually uh, making a bet with my brother on this one. We're actually betting. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, What's the line? Um, the line is seven points, so uh, LSU's getting seven. But LSU's best def- linebacker just left the team for personal problems, so their defense is going to be. Uh, I I want LSU, but I think Alabama might win. But I'm actually picking LSU in this game in the bet. But so you're taking you're taking LSU in the points. I'm taking LSU in the points, but and this this game's at Alabama. Correct. Okay. So, I, I, but I'm taking the points. I, I, Joe Burrow, if you're going to win the Heisman, you win it today. You win it on that game. Yeah. 
If he wins that game, for sure. If he wins that game, the Heisman's all done. He's 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 winning the Heisman. Is leaving the team for personal problems code for something? I don't know because yeah, they there's no other information. Yeah, I've heard that before. Like when when there are drug problems, drug problems. Uh, I don't. Yes, yeah. uh, domestic problems. It's it's never mm-hmm. good when they. I mean, they said he's leaving the team. And the coach said yeah. they're not shutting the door that he could return for the end of the season, but yeah, it doesn't sound good. It it definitely sounds like something more than like his turtle died. Correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So if you had a pet turtle, what would you name it? Sparky. Noise. And I've got all sorts of of curveballs I'm throwing at you tonight. There's a yeah, there's like are. a huge pause after each question where you're trying to figure out a reasonable answer. Yeah. That's okay. There's a button I click in post called truncate silence and it just tightens that right up. Fix it in post. That's your hot takes on the college football playoffs. Hot takes. Hot takes. And now uh, it's time for the fun spot. Fun spot. Fun spot. Spot. All right, so uh, I, I I I really liked what I had queued up for the fun spot, but now that Maestro's not on the show, I'm saving that one, okay, good. and we're filling in with with BMOC's history corner. All right, it's always popular BMOC's history corner. Oh. Right, the thing that you need to remember is you need to be giving good reaction sounds for both you and Maestro. Oh, I can do both. Yes, sir. Okay. okay. So I want to take you back to that first college football game, 1869, November 6, 1869, 150 years ago. Okay. Here's the thing about the game okay. that's going to, that I found, I found it a little bit incredulous. Okay. So basically, this, this game was a lot closer to soccer than it was to football. Yeah. So the way that they had, they took, they modified London Football Association rules of 1863. Basically, they had 25 guys on each team on the field, so 50 people. Oh my god! Okay. And they they kind of had the field broken off into zones, and so it was you and a guy from the other team in your zone, and then you try to kick the ball to your teammates to get it down and score. So there was no using your hands, no picking up the ball and running with it, no stopping after somebody's tackled. Um, so hmm. in that respect, it was a lot like soccer and almost like, you know, that first grade soccer you play where they're like, here's your part of the field, just stay here. You and yes. Uh, and so I was like, this is weird. Uh, and so what really happened was um, about six years later, they started to bring more rugby rules into it. And that's how American football slowly got formed. So so that's the first incredulous thing. Now you could tackle. So that's like, like, I mean, really tackle guys like Deckham because uh, apparently during this game, and this was between Rutgers and the college of New Jersey, which is now known as Princeton. Apparently during this game, Rutgers started using a flying wedge formation. So they would form a wedge in front of the guy with the ball and try and run it down to score. So, And that was, that so was wait, pretty so, successful. So, uh, now, I uh, clear this up for me really quick. You're in your zones. Okay. But can you leave your zones? You absolutely could leave your zones. Okay. But you have zones, but okay. So you just, all right. I didn't know if you were, you, you could not, you could not leave your little zone. Okay. You can. All right. All right. All right. I got it. Yeah. Some, some, 
some of the uh, what I've read about this game said there there were about four guys who just hung out by the goal on either end. So I think those guys like were constant. You know, they were like Manute Bull, just waiting for the ball. They didn't call it the Manute Bull strategy because Manute Bull wasn't <laughs> born till you know hundreds of years later. Hundreds of years later, so yeah, that might have been weird. Yeah. So Rutgers is doing this thing called the flying wedge, but then the College of New Jersey has a guy that they call Big Mike, and he figured out that he could do. just throw his body into the flying wedge. Yes. And he would throw his body into the flying wedge and break it up. And so uh, it ended up being a, a six to four win for Rutgers over New Jersey. And uh, that's because each time you scored a goal, you got one point and they were playing basically best out of 10. So they, okay. So for, okay. So there's no extra points. None of the scoring rules were in existence. It was all like nope. almost like if you got nope. across the goal line, it was one point. That's right. Okay. And uh, yeah, Actually, the Pro Football Hall of Fame website write-up of this game calls it the first game of American soccer football. So they they like really acknowledge that it was much closer to soccer than actual football. Um, oh, okay. So, so Rutgers win six to four, and here's here's what I thought. This this is I'm going to read you about the aftermath of the game. Okay. Immediately immediately after Rutgers wins the game. New Jersey's players are literally run out of town by the winning Rutgers students. <laughs> and they reportedly jump in their carriages and make a quick getaway. <laughs> their carriages. 20 miles back to their campus. Oh, yeah, man. Good times. Run them, literally ran them out of town. And, good uh, times. That's right. And so uh, okay, I, Rutgers I was gotta, not known as the right. Scarlet Knights. I got to tell you this. They were known as the Queensmen. However, in this game, oh, their sorry. players wore red turbans. Of course, what? and uh, and and that, yeah. They, it says here they wore red turbans and handkerchiefs. I think like do rags, like used to wear when we played softball in the nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and and that kind of led to them becoming the Scarlet Knights. Okay, all right. I have some thoughts on this. First of all, okay, this doesn't sound at all like a football game. Like this, this sounds like not at all. Not at all. So. If you why is why is the NCAA hanging their hat on this rather than going to the first football game that's like a football game? This doesn't even this doesn't even sound remotely like a football game. Like they they yeah, and you you would you would be referring to the June fourth, eighteen seventy five game between Tufts and Harvard, where both teams had 11 members and you could pick it up and run the ball and play would be stopped when the ball carrier was tapped. Correct. That that's was probably where, yeah, you know, that's where it should be. That's yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to your question other than, uh, this is in fact the last game that Rutgers won. <laughs> nice. Rutgers slam. slam. All right. So here's, here's what they should do though. Here's where they're missing their, yeah. Huge opportunity. OU and Miami should play the old rules. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They should. They should get 25 players on each team and play these old rules and just mm-hmm. have people go, what the fuck is going on with this game? That would be fantastic. Run the flying wedge and break it up with yeah. Big Mike. That's what you Big do. Big Mike would break all so, that shit up. That'd be yeah, great. So, all right. Wow. Very weird, very weird uh, reading about the very first collegiate football game. The the other thing I wanted to tell you about it uh, here in, in BMOC's history corner is is this. And uh, 
Yes. So they played two games that year. New Jersey won one, Rutgers won one. Uh, and then there's this note that uh, a historian by the name of Park Davis, who apparently uh, played football in the early days, coached for Wisconsin, in the 30s, he went back and he kind of picked a national champion for every season of college football up until 1935. And so even though they split the series, he declared Rutgers national champion. <laughs> Oh my God! And please tell me that Rutgers does not have a banner for this national championship because if they do, I'm, I'm sure they do because the NCAA the NCAA recognizes his choices for those early years. No way! That can't be right. I'm telling you. So you're telling me that Rutgers, Rutgers has a national championship that is on par mm-hmm. with Alabama's national championship of any year. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Wow, Rutgers. Wow. That's amazing. The NCAA, that just shows, yep. that's, that speaks volumes about the NCAA. Look, I, I'm pretty sure the NCAA is going to try and shut this podcast down now that they know that BMOC has taken on the first game in history for we're, we're, we, we are living on borrowed time. I would love to see any sport that has 50 players on the field at once, though. I just think that's got to be <laughs> so, fantastic. So how, how, does, does it give the dimensions of the field? It was 50 dudes. It didn't. Uh, yeah, 50 that's dudes. Like, that's like a riot. It literally looks like a riot. I know. Uh, oh, I my know. God. I love it. So, I love it and hate it at the same time. Yep. Exactly. So uh, congratulations, Rutgers, on your national championship of 1869. I need a Rutgers national championship I, T-shirt, 1869. 1869. Go Queensman. Go Queensman. I know. Uh, at least the New Jersey Tigers, when they became Princeton, kept their name as the Tigers. Yeah. So they, they are arguably the first Tigers they were. Oh, there you go. So much we learned. God, Maestro missed out. We we learned so much today. I know. Check out the show notes. We'll do. Some, we'll give you some links to uh, recaps of this, this game, and uh, we'll be posting all sorts of uh, recreated photographs of it on Instagram this week. <laughs> yes. I can't wait. You have a, tur- you have a red turban, right? Oh, of course I do. I, I have one of every color. So you can put your red turban on it and you'll be like a Rutgers guy and I'll be Big Mike, <laughs> Big Mike with the wedge. from New Jersey. Yes. And I'll just like throw my body, yeah, breaking up that wedge. Uh, All right, so that was the fun spot. Fun spot! Fun spot! All right, it's time for the second half. The second half is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever played. And, Coach, I want to share a little bit of Hoopsters news for our medium sports fans. Are you ready for this? All right, so we're picking up All with right. some news for fans and Hoopsters. Now, Coach, as you know, we started uh, the podcast to help promote Hoopsters. And uh, in doing so, over the uh, almost 82 episodes, we've gotten seven newsletter subscribers. So that's going great. It's going great. One every 10. I'm going to put it there. I'm going to say, go to hoopsters.store. This is coming out Wednesday or Thursday, and uh, we're going to redirect you to the Hoopsters Indiegogo. Yeah. So Coach and I, are uh, we're heading to the International Toy and Game Show later this month, and we've got an Indiegogo going where you can actually pre-order a set of Hoopsters for the first time ever. First time ever. This is this is. We're not making this up. You can actually I, order a set. 
I feel like since it's not 100% done, this is like a soft launch. And then next week when we have Maestro, we'll just – because he won't listen to the show. You know Maestro. Oh, my God. Now he won't listen. There's no chance. Zero chance. We're going to really – we're going to push it hard next week. But I think – I'm I'm feeling confident that we're going to have it up by the end of this week. Yeah. This is a a little – we're just nudging it out right now. Just just a little nooch. A little nooch. All right, it's time for three picks. Three picks brought to you by Hoopsters.store. Hoopsters. All right. Dot store. Lock of the week. Three picks. Lock of the week. All right. I, will, I have the lock of the week in the NFL against the spread. You ready for this, Coach? You're going to like this. I'm ready for this. Oh, I hope it's good. Take the Detroit Lions plus two and a half against Chicago. Ooh, Chicago's reeling. Chicago is reeling. Uh, I'm just going to say it. Mitch Trubisky is not great. No. I mean, he's great at throwing interceptions. He's really good at that. Uh, but I I, mean, I saw part of the Lions game while I was watching the Browns, and uh, they lost a tough one, but they're scoring points, and Stafford looks good. This is, uh, this is your lock of the week in the NFL. Detroit Lions plus two and a half. You can take that to the bank. Oh, that this is this is take the second mortgage and and do that one. I think that's a great pick. But if you really want to double your money, maybe triple it. You want to listen to the words I'm about to say. Let's see. Let's hear them. I have the lock of the week of college, and I, I've I've kind of gone away, and I feel like I've betrayed them, and I've 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 walked away from a good friend of mine when it comes to college football. Old Dominion. <laughs> no, it's Boise State. Yeah. And Boise State's minus 12 and a half on the Smurf turf versus Wyoming. They will cover. They will win. Take Boise minus 12 and a half. Lock it up. Against the spread. I can't be sure, and I'm certainly not going to go back to all the shows and listen to them, but I think Boise State has never let you down. They never have. And, and, and yeah. I don't know why I've abandoned them. All they do is win, win, win. And all I do when I, I pick other teams is lose, lose, lose. So, all right. So now uh, we have uh, Robot Maestro's pick here. Uh, do you know what his pick is for? He has the upset of the week. I see it now. Oh, I see it. All right. Oh, it's a good one. Wow. Well, Kansas State continues to wreak havoc in the Big Twelve and beats Texas. And right now it's Texas minus seven. So take Kansas State and the points and the Texas Longhorns. Go K State. I'll tell you what, they are playing good football, and I really like their new coach. And, uh, you know, they beat Oklahoma, so they've right now they believe they can beat anyone in the country. Correct, and they didn't have their letdown game against Kansas. They they whooped Kansas, which is, you know, a rivalry game, but it's it still could, be, could have been a letdown. So they tack this one on. Uh-oh, get out of the way for the Wildcats. They're coming through. For sure, absolutely. And uh, and you uh, you're not a Les Miles fan at all, are you? I I enjoy his press conferences, um, <laughs> and I think he's he's a gunslinger, but I, I don't hate him. Yeah, um, I, gotcha. I wouldn't say I'm a fan though. Yeah, all right, because he coaches Kansas now. Yes, he does. He does. Okay, that was compelling audio. I thought that you didn't <laughs> like him. I thought you were like, yeah, screw you, Les Miles. No, I, I, I like you've texted me that exact thing before. <laughs> I've 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 said he's 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 just a weird dude. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully these picks uh, do better for us than last week. Where, I, first of all, 
I'm not going to rant about this. I'm not going to. Maestro did not have the upset of the week last week. No, he and, didn't. And so he snaked my pick. He knew I was going to take Virginia Tech in the points against Notre Dame. He snaked it from me. I didn't have a backup prepared. <laughs> you I was, scrambled. I was scrambling. I said, I'll take uh, Navy plus 29 <laughs> over UConn, which would have been a great pick if you could have gotten oh my God. from anybody. You- but uh, Maestro pointed out the next day that it's technically maybe minus 29. Uh, and I said, okay, I'll take UConn then because I like those big lines. But maybe covered it easily. UConn knocked wow. uh, not looking good. Actually, if you want to go ahead and take the Cincinnati Bearcats minus 44, I think they're going to I think you're it. safe on that one. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I did not. So that ended my little run. I had a turkey of three weeks in a row where I was doing great, but uh, the BMOC quantum supremacy came to an end. Coach, you are oh, a tough loss for you. Seattle Jesus. minus six and a half. They did win that game in overtime, forty to thirty-four by six. Ah! Kick the extra point. Why can't they just let them kick the extra extra point? Just do it for the gamblers. I'll tell you what. I like the football Russell Wilson's playing. Right now, I Uh-oh. think Seattle—they're going to they're gonna be a force to, to be reckoned with. Uh, here's interesting: I was watching the Browns game at uh, at a bar with my friend Chip. Eighty percent of the people there are watch the Browns game. There's a table of guys just watching that Seahawks game. With Seahawks fans? Uh-huh. Wow! I, I don't see you don't see, you don't see a lot parts. of that. Well, here's mm-hmm. so so here's the flip side of that. Okay. I was at a bar with some people watching the Browns game. Yeah. It's not you two. It and wasn't wasn't the same bar, was it? No. No. And we were at the bar and there were tons of Browns fans and there were two dudes watching the Seattle Tampa Bay game, but they were Tampa Bay fans. And Weird. they were they were wearing Jameis Winston jerseys, both of them. Wow. I was like, you never they make see those? That. I know that. <laughs> well, they must be cheap right now, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, weird. I saw. I did see a stat that Jameis Winston is like the only quarterback with a lower rating than Baker Mayfield right now. Um, you don't want to be that. You do not want to be that at all. Oof. So, so Maestro, the only one with a plus one last week. Right. Uh, good on you, Maestro. Uh, that means you and I are both at thirty-eight of eighty-nine. That's forty-three point eight percent. Maestro, fifty-three of eighty-nine. 59.5%. Rants and corrections. Rants and corrections. Do you have a rant? I do Let's have a rant. I, right. do, I do have a rant. So here's my rant. Okay. For for years after the Browns left, I I pretty much was out on the NFL game. Like I didn't really watch the NFL. I wasn't a fan. And I was happy with that. I was really happy. I had my Sundays. I was productive on my Sundays. I did shit around the house. Things were good. And then slowly but surely, the Browns pull me back in into this cesspool of the NFL. And I start just to believe. You think you're out. And I'm back in. And it's not just that the Browns suck right now and they're playing horrible. It's that, that I just don't think that anything in the NFL right now is that good. It just makes me angry that it sucked me in. And I was sold a product that. I knew it was going to be bad and I still stayed and I'm in it and I'm pissed off because I wish I was back out right now. That's what I feel like right now. I just, it's just not good. Like the NBA for me is almost completely out of my system and I'm okay with that, but I need to get the NFL back out of my system. It's got to get out. I'm done with it. Coach opened his heart to love and it was just broken. Broken again. Oh, 
Love is just another word in the NFL's vocabulary of lies. It is. It's the word they speak often, but never mean it. Now, I noticed uh, we have a, it says Maestro Mini Rant under Rants and Corrections. Yeah. And I I have Robo Maestro here. I'm going to just play his mini rant for us. Excellent. Yeah. Boop. Hi, I'm Maestro, and I'm going to pick Virginia's hat because I'm underdog because I'm dumb. And also, I eat my own boogers all the time. (laughs) Man, that. Wow, Mini Maestro. (laughs) That is so. That's the weirdest rant I've ever that is heard. Odd. Why did he let it? Ha- Why did he have to tell us about him eating boogers? That was just gross. <laughs> that was just uncalled for. That wasn't a rant. That was just disgusting. And anybody that was listening, I apologize for his. I don't. I don't even know how to explain it. I apologize on 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 our behalf. You had to listen to that. Yeah, and you've seen you've seen it in the text thread. It's gotten chippy this week. Maestro's mad that I really screwed up the show. <laughs> I believe. I believe he's the one that went in on the show sheet, and every time there's a bullet list, he's added a bullet that says "BMOC smells stinky farts." Yeah, that 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 would definitely be him. That's quite funny, but that's definitely him. But I'm a pro; I can adjust on the fly. Of course, and you can. I'm not even saying that. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, did you see the clip of the cat that ran on the field during the Cowboys? I did game? the black cat. Yes, and yeah, changed all their luck. Yeah, but. Uh, I'll tell you what, I don't know if you've seen the call. I think it was Kevin Harlan who, who was calling oh, the game. Quite funny. Hilarious. Yeah, yes. We'll, we'll, we're definitely going to retweet that on the Twitter this week. So. Really good. He's who brought walking. The cat? He's walking to the three. <laughs> He's at the two. And the cat is in the CDW red zone. CDW people who get it now, a policeman, a state trooper has come on the field, and the cat runs into the end zone. That is a touchdown. And the cat is elusive, kind of like Barkley and Elliott. But he didn't know where to go. Look at they're trying to corner him, and they got him in the end zone. There are state troopers all around this cat, which now climbs up into the stands, and the fans are running for their line. Now it goes back on the field again, and it's running in the back of the end zone. And it runs up the tunnel. But for now, we're going to do a little bit of trivia, and it's old school style trivia. We're not doing name seventeen out of twenty trivia. College left tackles who played in the sixties. Nope. Trivia. It's trivia. Tri- 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 trivia. Straight up trivia. All right. Uh, let me uh, find my question. While you go ahead and ask your question. All right. So my question, um, mm-hmm. I cobbled together before this uh, for the show. It's going to really come off great, I'm sure. So. Uh, LSU plays uh, Alabama this weekend, and Alabama, Alabama. and both Tua and I. I, I want to say his last name. Are you strong with his last name? Tagliamoa. Tagliamoa and um, Joe Burrows are Burrows. T- <laughs> well done on Burrows. Are Burrows. The, are two top uh, Heisman candidates? So there's a chance that one of them could win win the Heisman. But can you name the last quarterback? to beat Alabama in the regular season and then go on and win the Heisman. Regular season. Regular season. So if Joe Burrows does this, like we just said before, if he wins it. I I, I got it. It's Cam Newton. That is incorrect. Wrong! Uh, When was Cam Newton? What year? Uh, It had to be in the early 2000s, right? Yeah. Uh, It was 2012, Johnny Manziel. Johnny 
Man. I don't even think of him as a football player anymore. I don't either. But he beat him in 2012, won the Heisman. And boy, his is career. He play, is he playing in Canada or did No, he got like released. That? that was the one that was a short little stint. Yeah. So what do you was he like working at a gas station or? And then he and he he was gonna play or did play for the A A AFL or what was it? A Oh yeah, the AAU. A, yes, whatever it was. Um and then there's talk about him possibly being but he didn't get drafted or picked for the mm. uh what is it, XFL. Yeah, so I'd say his, his 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 football time's probably over. You know, I really think the problem with him was his ego. Oh, you think? I think if he could have been a humble player and committed to continuous improvement, he could have had a nice little career. Oh, I, uh, a lot of things in his life, if he would have committed to, could have made his career a lot better. And I'm the only person who's ever come up with that idea, and he just didn't seek me out. I know, and you that's great advice. He probably would have paid yeah. you for that. You're going to get my question because you are, out of everybody I know, there's no huger fan of the BCS era in oh, college football. You know how much I love. to 2012. All you ever talk about is BCS era. Nobody loves BCS like me. So it's going to be multiple choice. I want you to tell me which team had the best BCS record during the BCS era. Okay. So it's 1998 to 2012. Okay, so 14 years. Texas. Mm-hmm. Ohio State, mm-hmm. Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. or Oklahoma. So these are BCS bowls that they won, not championships. No, no. This is their all-time record during this period. Okay. Their all-time record during the 14 years. Mm-hmm. Mm, say them again, please. Texas, mm-hmm. Ohio State, yeah. Oklahoma, or Virginia Tech, or Ohio U. Ooh, now you've just made my made me change my choice. All right. Okay, Virginia Tech. That's a wild card that I think it's so wild. It's either the right answer or it's way out. I'm going to say it's way out. I'm going to say the God, I'm going to regret that. I'm going to say the best record during those 14 years. Let's go Texas. I'm sorry, it's not Texas. Oh. It was Ohio State. Oh, I th- they were one forty nine and forty, so that's seventy eight point eight percent. Damn, Oklahoma was just behind them at seventy eight point two, Texas seventy seven point seven, and Vatech seventy five point five. Wow, Vatech higher than I thought. Okay, I see. I thought you did. Your dad send you a uh, sweatshirt that says "I love BCS era football nineteen ninety eight to two thousand twelve." Uh, no, that's actually a sport. It's it's a sport coat I have. It's it's green. Oh. And it's, it says it on the. It's it's awesome. It's great. Is it embroidered? That's oh, nice. of course. And it's corduroy, and it's got the elbows. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little disappointed your dad didn't send you a Gil McDougal sweatshirt, which he should have after that huge pull off <laughs> on that trivia. I deserved it. Trivia. All right, are you ready for the two minute drill? Let's do it. Two minute drill. Okay, so. Uh, I have maestros, actually, I do, but I, I can't play them live. So we're going to just I'll yell maestro and then take a breath and then go back. So it'll okay. be me, you, maestro, me, you, yep. maestro. Okay. And we'll finish yep. with him. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, coach. In three, two, go. 
How the Mighty Have Fallen, Florida State and the, the U played this past weekend. Did anybody notice it was like the tree in the woods? If it falls, does it make a sound? So sad. Used to be one of the greatest games. It was a stop and watch type game. Now it's garbage and it's sad. Just sad. Time. Who won that game, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> I think my I'll fix that in post. Yes. Okay. <laughs> fix it in post. All right. I just wasted 10 of my seconds asking that question. All right. I did watch the Browns and the Broncos. Listen up, television broadcasters. We are fucking sick and tired of seeing footage of the drive and footage of the fumble every time the Browns play the Broncos. Mm. All right. It's going to happen every couple of years. You don't have to play it every goddamn time. Time. Holy crap, the Steelers win their third in a row and go four and four. Who can believe it? Big Ben is out, James Conner is hurt, and they're still winning with that hot defense. Hot defense. They beat the Red Hot Colts last Sunday, and they are looking good as they head into November where they get to play the Browns twice. Watch out, Browns. Coach. How the Mighty Have Fallen, part two. Golden State, injuries, people leaving. The rest of the NBA are licking their chops. If you want to get back at all of those blowout losses that you got because of Golden State and all those great players, do it now. Because now is the time to step on their throats. Who, uh, who Who's leaving? Well, Steph Curry is hurt. Draymond Green is hurt. Yeah. Clay Thompson is hurt. Yeah. They lost... Um, Sammy Davis <laughs> Why am I blanking? Went to the Nets. He has a blown. He has the blown Achilles. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Kenya. Uh, <laughs> T. Martin. Yeah. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. <laughs> uh, yes. I also think in uh, your twenty seconds are like way. Oh, out, way I just want the. I want the listeners to know that "du" is actually French for two. Ooh, "du." Thank you. I, I was trying to, so, trying to be international. He's very. He, he's he's a he's an East Coast liberal elite throwing his French. Totally. Oui, oui. Time. All right. <laughs> Let me tell you what. ESPN put together a a committee of 150 reporters and athletic directors and former college players to pick the 150 greatest collegiate football games of all time. And this list is the biggest crack of shit I've ever seen. (laughs) Why don't they just call it We Love Fucking Notre Dame? Because their 1957-7-0 win is at number 15 in Ohio State's 2003 National Championship over Miami's at number 25. Come on! Who's picking these games? It... I was excited to see that article, and the more I read it, the angrier I got. Although I was pleased to see that Carlisle-Harvard game of 1935 coming in at number 107. I know that's your favorite. <laughs> oh, I got to read that. I got to read that just to make myself mad. I got to. Yeah, well, uh, well, I'll tweet it out this week. Time! Holy crap. The Ravens brought the pain and handed New England their first loss of the season. Brady, Brady, you look stunned. That game last week against the Browns made you soft. Lamar Jackson is looking like a solid MVP candidate after that game. Woo! People, people, people. New England is beatable now. Time! 
two-minute drill. I gotta tell you, uh, this show has just gone off the rails without Maestro. <laughs> it's just, it's just without having that live music to kind of get us from from station to station, and without Maestro, I know. Kinda, you know, it's just. Uh, I know that. You know, it, it it'll probably have triple God. or quadruple the numbers of our normal shows, but uh, of course it will. It definitely it's missing the flow. That's right. Uh, I'll tell you what. Time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was the two-minute drill. Yeah. The, the interesting thing about editing audio, Coach, is like those long pauses, those are the easiest to see, so they're easiest to take out. So Because oh, they're flat. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. So oh, a lot, yes. A lot of times those podcasts I publish, it sounds so snappy. That's really like a lot of people getting uncomfortable while I think for 30 seconds about my next question. <laughs> I love it. You know what? Since we don't have Maestro for old time's sake, let's do an old school closing. Coach, what do people got to do? Okay, everybody. I want you to go into the garage because oh, we wait, haven't wait, been wait, there wait, in a wait. while. Can we do it Irish guy, old school closing? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <clears throat> Here's what you're going <laughs> Here's what you're going <laughs> Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go into the garage because we have not been there in a long time, long time. You're going to find the box, dusty, sitting in the back behind all those old golf trophies that you got at the bad outings. And you're going to dig deep and you're going to find him because he's back and he's down there. And it's the David Blatt bobblehead. You're going to pat David on the back of the head. You say, David, I missed you, but we got to go. Sports Wednesday's done. Yes. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times.